Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. survivors. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma. I'm Erin Hart, and I'm really glad you're here. Before I get started with our topic today, I just want to encourage you to join my Facebook group. It's called Survivors of Trauma Unite, and we have an event going on to make connections with other survivors, and it's on Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific, And you can come to the support group and we're going to read from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go and have some shares from people in the group. So come if you want some connection, you can join the group or you can always find me on Instagram and let me know you're interested and I'll give you the details. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about this question that you can ask yourself. Are you using substances to fill the void? It's a good question, isn't it? So substances could be so many different things. Like obviously our brains go to alcohol first, maybe drugs. Are you using a substance like food? That one is one that's major for me that I've talked a lot about here. But I also kind of add in our, we could use other things too. Like people will say people, places, and things. Like we can use all nouns as, as something to glom onto if we are not filling that void with human connection. So that is what I've learned in the past seven years going through times when I have learned to put down the drink. I've learned to put down the men or the sex, or those types of things, those cannot fill up the empty spot in my soul. And I have to learn how to add in the things that will fill me up. And the biggest thing is connection with others. So here's the thing about connection, is that it takes a lot of practice. And it takes both people in the connected relationship to be willing to connect. And that's actually pretty hard to find is what what I know about my life anyway. It takes me trying to reach out to someone and making that attempt to reach out and make friends with someone, share something about my life with someone. And then it also takes me reciprocating, right? I have to be the honest, trustworthy person to be that good friend to be able to be honest and open and present enough to connect with someone else, to hear that someone has different ideas and values, to be able to be a good listener and not just be waiting for my turn to say something. I think I used to do that a lot. I was always so in my head in relationships that 
even with friends, you know, with everybody that I would always want to get my point across or I was always trying to think of something funny to say or something good to say that was like socially acceptable or whatever. So that would take up so much of my energy. And then if I look back, it's like I didn't do the greatest job at listening to others. So cultivating this ability to connect with other people takes a lot of practice. It takes maturity. It takes us learning about ourselves and what we want and what we need, um, having boundaries with people, having to share if we feel disconnected, share if we're not happy about some aspect of the relationship, and be able to share that, that honesty and truth with another person. But when we are able to do that, then the gifts are bountiful. And those gifts of connecting with others, that is what fills my cup, I know for sure. Like that is what I need. That is what stops me from spiraling out of control in my head. I shared a couple weeks ago about how I was using fantasizing. You know, I wasn't meaning to, but unconsciously I was using fantasizing about this guy that I have a crush on to help block out some of the negative emotions I was feeling. So I think back to myself a couple weeks ago and I had like at least three really difficult emotional things I was going through. So what I knew luckily how to do then, I was still in the observant mode and though and I wasn't sure exactly why this fantasizing was happening, but I knew that whenever I'm starting to feel a little bit off, what I really need to do is make connections with people that care about me. And so one person that cares about me is myself. So journaling is a great place to start. I can always journal my emotions, get to know how I feel. I do about three pages whenever I journal front back front and it feels so good. Um, the next step I could do would I could go to some kind of support group. That's a great way to connect with others. Um, and then I have made so many friends through those groups because I will share and share about what's going on with me. And then people come up to me afterwards and want to talk about similar things in their lives. And so we make that connection. So I can call those people now that really care about me and understand me. And I know which friend will want to listen to which thing and which one will have compassion for me in in different situations and maybe if I need a little tough love I call this other person or if I need someone to really be gentle with me I might ask them that I'm just feeling really sad today and I just need you to be really gentle with me because I have a couple friends who I love this about them that they're very honest and straightforward and they will not put up with me being a victim or whatever and that's great but then if I ask them sometimes hey I just am feeling really sensitive today just please be really gentle to me and you know my friend was able to do that I'm so like it was so cool at the end of our conversation she even said like how was that Erin was did that feel gentle and I was like yes that was great thank you so much for listening and it just feels so good when people honor our boundaries like that doesn't it it really fills me up so this is a great question to ask myself all the time because yes I've put away some substances but there's always more that we can be using so what kind of things do we do to fill up that void another thing that we can do to fill up that void is to have a spiritual practice I know that my prayers and meditation those types of things help me feel more centered 
and they help me feel really loved and like I have something to give the world. If I pray and ask the universe or God to help me know my strength in the world so that I can share it with others, like that is a beautiful prayer to me. And that makes me feel like I'm worthy of something and that fills up that void of what kind of talents did God give me when I was born? What kind of talents was I born with? If I cultivate those talents and find ways to use them, then I'm going to feel purposeful in my life and I'm going to fill that void. And then I'm not going to want to drink glasses of wine. I'm not going to want to as much put so much sugar in my body. Um, You know, and so I just, I have to look for that. I have a job right now that I really love, but there's not a lot of adult connection with a lot of my coworkers. And it's something really lacking for me. And so that's, and especially since I don't have a partner of my own at home to talk about these things. So I have to call on different friends and I have to find ways to find that connection for myself so that I can fill up so I'm ready to give my gifts to my students or my son or whoever it is. So I hope you enjoyed that short episode today and tell me about ways that you fill up the void. I'd love to hear some more. Those are the ones I've learned, but I'm sure there's so many more. Thanks for being here, survivors. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.